welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to episode 123 of the English with Kirsty podcast. And today we are looking at one of the reasons why people have difficulty listening to English. So obviously you're here listening to this English podcast and you must want to improve your your listening skills or to to hear about things in a um a spoken way. But some people really find listening quite difficult and I wanted to look at one of the reasons why that is today. And if you're not learning English, um if you already speak English then if you're learning another language this this also applies so the exact points that I'm going to talk about don't apply to other languages but there will be similar ones for the language that you're learning as well so if if you're not learning english then maybe think what would be the um relevant points for the language that you're learning too so what i'm talking about today is how people can see some text written down like a transcript or subtitles or something like that and think i know all these words i understand these words but when they hear the words spoken they they don't understand them and one of the reasons why this happens is that we don't pronounce every word as we as we write it down um we speak quickly we take shortcuts some of the words merge in together and today i'd like to look at five different things that we do in spoken english that make the words sound a bit different to the way that they're written And if you really want to understand spoken English then there comes a time when you you really need to stop reading and also have some practice with unscripted conversations or listening to people because you know in real life there are no scripts no subtitles so the way to really train your your listening skills is to to practice doing it so that you can learn to recognize the words that you already know and how they sound when they're being spoken so um what the first thing that happens is that sometimes letters disappear and this happens depending on where you're from um what kind of english you speak some accents do this more than others but at some point we all lose a t or two because the words merge in together um so i could say oh i haven't seen him this morning so the t in haven't kind of disappears i haven't seen him this morning it's it's there when we write it but when we speak it it's not there um um i don't want to go i don't want to go it sounds like a robot and you can also say it when you're very angry if you've already said this once or twice i told you i don't want to go but most of the time we we just merge these into one sentence oh no i i don't want to do that um don't want to do that so two of the t's have disappeared there um and and sometimes it happens with h's as well oh i haven't seen him today um a lot of people do that some people don't um it just depends but sometimes these these letters can just disappear and if you're listening for them and expecting them to be there then you're going to be confused <laughs> um but often yeah often it happens with the t like let let me get back to you let me get back to you so often we just drop them and if you're listening out for them you you may not hear them. And the second thing is this word been like 
Um, I've been delayed. The trains have been delayed. We don't usually say been, though. We we only say it maybe at the end of a sentence, like, where have you been? I've been waiting for you for ages. Then, then you probably would, because you're stressing the word been. It's at the end of the sentence, and that's okay. But if it's in the middle of a sentence, normally it's just, oh, I've been delayed, so I'll be... I'll be with you shortly. I've been delayed, it sounds like. I've been delayed. It is been, but the sound gets shortened, so it sounds like been, where you put the rubbish. I've been delayed. Um, but when we when we have a, a word like that, then we do sometimes shorten it. Yeah, um, there's been a problem with the trains. What I've really said is there has been a problem with the trains, but this been becomes shorter. Um, sometimes we lose sounds because they're next to the same sound. Um, so the thing that I said a couple of minutes ago, a problem with the trains. It's like with the trains. It's not a problem with the trains because otherwise you sound a bit like a robot. Um, we merge them if it's the same sound. Um, I don't agree with this, with this. The, it's really with and this. But we sometimes merge them because these letters combinations are the same and they're next to each other and to say each one individually would be quite difficult and it wouldn't flow very well so sometimes if you have two th sounds together then they merge with this with the trains um, and sometimes when we spoke about missing letters the d goes as well so um, and I'll tell you about it tomorrow and I'll tell you about it tomorrow um, the D should really be and I'll tell you about it tomorrow and, and it depends how some people drop their D's and T's more than others it's, there's not a general rule um, and if you're trying to speak clearly you will do it less perhaps if you're speaking in front of a lot of people you'll be more conscious of this because you'll be speaking more slowly but when people are chatting to their colleagues or leaving a an answer phone message or something like that they're in a hurry a lot of the time so they don't think about clearly pronouncing every word and I think sometimes native speakers forget as well that they're talking to people for whom English isn't their native language and, and you wouldn't want to completely change the way you speak because that could be a bit patronizing but I think they, they certainly don't realize that they're making it difficult by not speaking clearly so as well as the T that's lost sometimes the D is lost as well and sometimes we, we lose sounds, like vowel sounds. So if I can say something like, I'll see you tomorrow, see you tomorrow, you get the C and the Y sound for you, but it's not always see you tomorrow. It's oh, see you tomorrow, see you tomorrow, um, see you later, see you later. Um, it, it is you, but we, we merge this a bit like the the bean being shorter to bin, this sometimes the sound disappears altogether. Um, and it often happens with words like you, they just merge into the next word, like especially in phrases that we use a lot, like see you tomorrow or um, something like that. It doesn't generally happen when the word you is at the end. If you're like, thank you, it, we do pronounce it because you don't tend to do it with words at the end of the sentence as with been if it was where have you been you don't lose the e sound there if the u is at the end of the sentence then um, we don't tend to lose the sound but if it's squished in between other words then sometimes it gets lost 
So there are five examples of things that can happen when we're speaking, especially if we're not reading from a script. For example, my podcast, I don't read from a script. I just have a few notes in front of me so that I don't forget anything important. But I'm not reading from a script, so I'm just speaking naturally. And when we do that, we do sometimes merge words together, miss letters out and, and do all that kind of thing. And you will notice that if you're speaking with people perhaps on the telephone or on video conferences, then they are likely to do that as well. So if next time you're listening to something, maybe try and listen out for these five things happening and then it will be easier for you to recognise the words that you already know because you're expecting them to be pronounced slightly differently. Okay, I hope that helps. Have a good week and have fun learning English. www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.